Today's daf is daf Samach Aleph. We're going to begin Samach Amud Beis by the Mishnah. Zog the head of the Mishnah. Amalash Yeshli Beis Court Offer. Person who says to a woman, "You are mikudeshes to me on condition that I have a uh, a land a base court." So the halach is harizum mikudeshes v'yeshli. If Itaka has it, then she's mikudeshes. Amalash Yeshli b'vakaplani. If he said to her that the Kiddush, if he said to her that on the condition that I possess land in such and such place, if he has in that place, then she's Mekodeshes, and if not, any Mekodeshes, she's not. On condition that I will show you a base core on earth, so she's Mekodeshes, and he has to show it to her. And if he shows her in the valley, a field that does not belong to him, amongst other things, then, she's not Mekodeshes. Now, with regard to the statement of the Mishnah, that she's Mekodeshes, only if he actually possesses a base core, the Gemara says, and let us be concerned that perhaps he, in fact, has a land of that size. Why does the Mishnah say, only if he actually possesses it? But, another thing is, Tanya, we learned in Hashin but the rest clearly says that we are chayshish uh, that he has. So the more answer is kash. It's not a question. It depends. The one in the Mishnah is referring to a definite kiddushin, which has not yet been established because he has not proven he owns a field. And the case of the Bryce is referring to an uncertain kiddushin. Why does the Mishnah need to teach me that Allah with regards to land? And why do I also need the previous mission to teach me the same Allah with regards to money? There's no clear difference between the two cases. So Mara says, you need to teach me both cases. If it only taught me in regards to the money case, so I would have said that it's only in that case that it is a suffix whether she's Mukadashas or not. Why? Because people tend to hide their money and therefore his financial status might not be well known. By real estate, I would say that if Itaka has the land, then it would be public knowledge. And therefore, it teaches us that it's also possible for him to own land without being able, being aware of it. The Mishnah says, If a person says to a woman, You are Mekadeshus to be on condition that I possess land in such and such place, so if he possesses land in that place, she's Mekadeshus, if not, not. Now the Gemara questions the need for the ruling. If I think about Pshita, it's obvious that if he does not possess the land in that place, she's not Mekudashas, as that was precisely his condition. So my answer is, you would think, Omar Allah, my nafka let me know. That maybe I'm going to say, what difference does it make to you whether the field is in that location or elsewhere? I know Tachano, my Even if it's a far away, I'll go, in trou- I'll go to the trouble of bringing you the produce from the field to your house. So, you have no loss. Mashallah, I don't say that. Why? Despite the fact, because uh, it's failure to, to fulfill this condition. I say that it's uh, it's not Mikudashas because it's failure to fulfill the condition. The Mishnah says, I'm an Ash'arich base core offer, a condition that I will show you a base core offer. Tana was taught. The woman intended to see only his own land. Talking about, and where he maintains the field as a shearcropper. 
he owns a share of it. Nevertheless, as the land does not belong to him, she did not have this field in mind, and she's not Mekudosh's. The Gemara says, Gabi Hektish, in regards to Hektish. A person who's Maktish is filled during the time of Yevil. In the time of Yevil, observed, if he wishes to redeem it from the Gizbar, he gives 50 silver shekels for an area that yields a, 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 a core of barley seed. Now, if the field had uh, deep like crevices and surfaces 10 t'vachim deep or boulders 10 t'vachim high, they are not measured with it. The calculation of the land that requires redemption, they are measured. But we ask, granted that these areas are not consecrated together with the field, as they are 10 t'vachim higher or lower than the rest of the field, let the crevices and boundary and boulders be makdish by themselves, so that they should require their own redemption of 50 silver shekels per base cart. If you're going to say, if you're going to say that as long as the area does not amount to a base cart, it's not important, I mean, I'm going to ask you a contradiction against the claim for a b'risa. What is the meaning of the Pasuk? Since it says the summing of a chamber of barley shall be valued at fifty shekels, and the other sheik dispinyanazeh, I have only that this Allah applies to the one who was magdish in this manner. It's magdish an area fit to sow a chamber of barley. Menayin l'rabbis lesa chazi lesa chsok tarkev chazi tarkev afidu rebbe menayin all these measurements. Tamleim resadim mikol makim. Now, therefore, the Gemara questions remains. Why are crevices and boulders measured by themselves? We're talking about crevices filled with water. Due to the fact that they are not fit for sowing. The crevices are not considered a field. The economy, this is also similar. It teaches us that the, uh, the case of high boulders, which are also unsuitable for sowing, uh, um, even less, so my answer is Hani Nagoi the Aramikru. These crevices are called the cracks in the ground. She did the Aranino and called the spine of the ground. They're considered regular features of fields which typically have few pits of the ground. We learned in regards to sale, I'm selling you a base curve of of earth. Or if there were crevices ten tefachim deep or boulders ten tefachim high in the field, so in dodin imay they are not measured with it. The crevices or boulders now. Even if they're not filled with water, nevertheless they're not included. My time. But what is the reason for the difference between the two halachas? Why in the case of a sale, our crevices not considered part of the field, even if they are not filled with water? Because a person who buys a field does not want to give his money for one field, yet it appears to him like two or three places. When purchasing a parcel of land, it's important to, to the purchaser that the land be one unit as to enable farming it without difficulty. Therefore, these areas of 10 Tvach are not measured as part of the field, regardless of whether or not they are filled with water. Having discussed Allah, says, what's Allah here with regard to measuring a field to see if it fulfills the condition 
which is uh, the Tanai by one who is Makadash woman, if it contains large crevices that are not filled with water. Do we consider, do we compare it to Hektish? Or do we compare it to Mecher? It makes sense to Hektish, because the husband can say to her, I will go to the trouble of sowing and bringing the produce from the lower or higher areas as well. Although the labor requires additional effort, he does possess a base core of land. Now, a new Mishnah Rebbe Emir Emir says, a famous thing called any condition that's not doubled, which does not specify both the result of fulfilling the condition and the result of the condition re- remaining unfulfilled, which is, in other words, uh, it has to be like Tanai Godim Ruven, any Tanai Shnemar Ruven. So, what did my Shabbat say? If you're going to pass over, in other words, you'll pass over. The Jordan with them, so then I'll give you Eretz Yisrael. And then Moshe says, and if you're not going to pass over, so then um, you shall receive a possession amongst you in the land of Canaan. So he made a tonight kofel, a double tonight. Emil says one cannot derive the requirement of conditions in general. From that particular case, as with regards to the nullification, the condition of the children of God and Reuben, it was necessary to state the matter as why Shemuel can. Otherwise, the pasta cannot specify both sides of the condition. It might have been thought that it meant that they will not inherit even the land of Canaan. One might have thought that if the Shvatim of God and Reuben would not fulfill the condition, they would forfeit the rights to inherit anywhere. It's therefore, necessary to specify that they would not lose their portion of your soul. So it's possible that with regards to a standard condition where there's no no such misunderstanding is likely to take place, it's necessary to mention both sides. So presenting a reasonable objection to the mayor. He apparently refuted the mayor's opinion entirely. How did the mayor answer? If, if you don't need a Tanai Kofel, let the Pesach just write that if you will not possess over the, um, you should write like this. If, um, if the Tanakh falls not, so you should write, but if they will possess, if they will not possess over, they shall receive a portion amongst you, which means mashma that they have a portion of the land. Merit Kanan. The Tanakh Kofel does, it must be a Tanakh Kofel. If it wouldn't write Beres Kanan, I would think when the person was dividing up his property amongst his sons. Amar, he said, Plenty bni Yiddish Sada Plenty. So my son, so and so, shall inherit such and such land. Who plenty bni Yiddish Sada Plenty. And my son, so and so, shall inherit such and such land. Plenty bni Yiddish Sada Plenty. So plenty bni Yitin was Simon's of Yiddish Sada Plenty. So plenty bni Yiddish Sada Plenty. So he says like this. Person who was dividing up his property amongst his sons and said, My son, so and so shall inherit such and such land, and my son, so and so shall inherit such and such land, and my son, so and so shall give 200 dinners and inherit such and such field. If he does not give them money, he will inherit a part of the remainder of the property with his brothers. <laughs>
What causes the last brother to inherit part of the remainder of the brother, other brothers? A father's double forma- uh, condition that causes him to inherit the man. It was therefore necessary for the father to state both sides and explain that it will happen if the third brother fails to give the money. Had the father had not repeated the condition upon failing to give the 200 dinners, the son would not have received any portion of the property. But the marshal is not similar to the Mishnah. As there in the Mishnah teaches us, might have been taught, thought, it meant that if they do not fulfill the condition, they will not inherit even the land of Canaan. And certainly not in the land of Gilad. So, Amo, what do you see from here? This teaches, this apparently indicates that the double formation is also effective for them to inherit the land of Gilad. Otherwise, the children of Gilad and Reuben will not receive any part of Gilad either. And what does it say in the We see from here that the double formulation is effective for the rest of the property. Whereas he would have received the portion of the field linked to the condition in that case. According to this reasoning, the children of God and Reuben would not have been granted a portion of the land of Gilad even without the double formulation. Um, he's referring to a case before the mayor said to him that the Pasuk could have simply said that she will receive a possession amongst you. That stage, Rechanin and Megamliel maintain that if the two Shvatim did not fulfill the condition, they would not have inherited even in the land of Gilad, as indicated in the use of the term even. Whereas in that case, referring to the Mashal, it was taught after a mayor taught this, they should receive a possession. Now, Mela, according to the mayor, who requires a, 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 a who says you always need to have a tiny cough, also makes sense. As we learned in Bereshis, that the Ebershah tells Kayan, if you do well, you shall not be lifted. If you do well, shall it not be lifted? If you not do well, sin crouches by the door. Because you would think that you would think or not for the double formulation, you would think that he was telling him, if you do, do well, shall you not receive reward, and if you do not do well, you will receive neither reward nor punishment. Mashallah, therefore, it teaches us that Cain failed to do well, he will have been actively punished. According to him, the, when Avram instructed Eliezer, so then he says, then you'll be clear from my oath. Enter in your mind in a case where the arrangement is satisfactory to her but not satisfactory for her family, she bring her against her wishes. Kamashulam therefore teaches us that it is not obligated to bring her against the family wishes. Now, if the woman is not willing to follow you, why do I need this case? You would think that if it is if it is factor, satisfactory for them but not satisfactory for her. He should bring her against her wishes. That the rejection of Hashem's stature warrants a curse. Says if you are willing and obedient, but if you refuse, so we see tonight couple. He says, You would say that if you are willing to receive good reward, 
Now, in connection with the Pasuk from Yeshaya, the Gemara asks, my, what is the meaning of the phrase? So he says, You shall be devoured by the sword. Omar Rav says the Pasuk should be interpreted as if it states, you shall devour the sword, you shall eat food that harms the body like a sword. Milcha glolinosa, coarse grain, nama desara kusha, hard body bread, and b'tzalim onions. The Omar Mamar says, paspurni, he says, dry uh, bakery bread eaten with salt, and onions harms the body like sorts.